0: The yearly seasons, the annual seasons, they are indicators of what food you can eat. They are just as important, but people don't realise. Welcome to Warabura, Nora. I'm Pauline Clegg. In one of the earlier series, Aunty Fran and Uncle Bruce talked to us about seasons. Aunty Fran gave us a full detail of the six seasons of the Sydney Basin, and we thought we would share it with you as a special bonus. What's the season now? Season of Marragane. I like that. Marragane is the little native cat, the spotted, beautiful quoll. It is the season of the quoll. It's also the season when the lily pillies are falling from the tree. So you've got some nice food there. Uh, What else about the quoll season? It starts off cold and rainy, but not quite as cold as it's going to be. And the lily pillies are very important because with the lily pillies, what you did was you got the fresh acacia sap from the acacias with the yellow ball flowers and the green leaves. And you got that acacia and put a bit of native bee honey in it, and then you put the lily pillies in. And that would set into a thing like toffee, and that would last for the whole winter. And that meant that you had something to eat that had everything that you needed as you travelled around, you know, sort of looking for food and that. That was one of the major foods because it actually contained everything that you needed. The other thing too was the next season after that, the next season that we're coming into in a week or two's time is the season of Barragan. That's the season of the echidna, the beautiful little echidna. When he starts chasing the one single female around, which is a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful, entertaining thing to sit there on a nice moonlight night and watch them run through the forest. The female will start running around looking for food. A male will come up and chase her and then another male will come up and you'll end up with a line of about nine or ten echidnas running in like a little train through the woodlands. When that happens, you know you're into the cold season. That is the time when you start to eat the roots of the plants that you need and the bulbs and nodules and that. And as I said, it's cold. Near the end of that season, you start to get the really heavy winds, but there's no rain or anything like that. And you hear the lyrebird. The lyrebird starts to build its mounds and starts imitating everything, which is really funny. That was the season of the lyrebird, and that's about the end of August. Now, the end of that season, you start to get a very gentle rain coming and acacia occurrence, the bukerican, it blooms. The heavier the bloom, the better because it's more food for us. You can eat the flowers, you can eat the seeds, you can eat the sap, you can eat the roots, you roast the roots like potatoes. But you can't eat the flowers, you can't eat anything while it's flowering. Once it stops flowering, you can go for it. And then after that, comes storms and then it's the time of Nanangi, the flying fox. Actually, if anybody wants to see the flying fox at present in its best display of all, you go over the Victoria Bridge at Picton. It's only a little bridge and you can walk across it and there are thousands of them hanging in the trees there. It is beautiful to see. It started off with about five years ago, and then now there's these thousands and thousands of them. But the best thing about them is that they've actually taken out all of the privet. The whole creek was full of privet and they've killed a the lot of it. Isn't that wonderful? The season of Nangi is a great season. It's a season of celebration. The food is coming on. Animals are having their babies. Everything is beautiful. The weather is warming up and that's the beautiful nangi. And so that's the time of Nungi. The weather's getting warmer and then at the end of the time of Nungy, again you get storms again and that introduces the time of the kangaroo. Now that's the time when you do not eat meat of any kind. You do not eat meat. The kangaroos, the male kangaroos are all randy and fighting and going off their brains. The females are lazing around watching all this fun going on. The male kangaroos are trying to work out who's going to be dominant. When you hear them fighting, you hear this great thud, thud, where they sort of kick each other. And, and how they don't kill each other, I don't know. They fight away there. and Anyway, the dominant then takes over and he's got all the females. All the females follow him. And the others just take off like male teenagers of today, just wandering the bushland, annoying everybody else. It's the hot time. It's the time you don't light fires. Fires are absolutely forbidden. It's also a very dry time, so you are very careful with any cooking fires that you have. What's that sixth one? I got a picture of it. The eels, I forgot the eels. Between the kangaroo and the flying fox, that's the time of parties. When there's plenty of food in the rivers, when your gut's on eels and we used to lay traps sometimes when you're going through old farming areas. In the creeks and the rivers, you see ponds about every 50 paces. Well, every 50 paces, we would dig out a pond and until you reach the river, when the eels come up after their big sojourn in the Coral Sea, their big parties there, they come up the rivers and they go up into the creeks and that and Having the holes there entices them because they can smell the water up above. They go up until they reach up to the top of all the headwaters of the creek. And at the time that they're coming up, it's the same time that the sucker fish, that the sharks have dropped off into the fresh water. There they drop off the sucker fish. The sucker fish make their way up to the headwaters where they spawn and they die. And that's where the eels go up for their big feed. They feed on the dead and dying sucker fish And then the eels come down and it's time for our parties, you see. What we do, we weave nets that had a space in the gaps, big enough to let the smaller eels through, but big enough to catch the big ones that are about to die. And so they were the ones that we would eat because the little ones could live then and grow to be big. And it's much nicer to feed when you've got a big meal rather than a little meal. That's the time of the eel. And that was the time when we had our big celebrations. It was also the time when we had the visitors come, you know, everybody would come from all around. We would have this big party of eels in the Sydney Basin because that was the place where the greatest of the eels was. We hope you enjoyed this bonus on the six seasons. And if you want to learn more about our native plants, come visit us at UTS or visit our website at warraburranora.com.